0: All right, everybody, welcome to the Backseat Huddle Podcast episode 42. I'm your host, Tristan Weber. I got a short show today because it's just me. I'm the only one that comes up with this stuff, and there's just not a lot going on right now. But I am going to talk to you guys about the NFL schedule release. And there's a couple teams that got some scheduling breaks, and there's a couple teams that did not I'm gonna be going over that with you. I'm also gonna be giving you my predictions for the NFC North today. And over the next six-ish, eight-ish weeks, I'm going to give you every division in my prediction on all divisions. But today, I'm starting with the NFC North and the unlikely victor of the NFC North this upcoming season. So enough chat. Let's just go ahead and get into it. All right, so the NFL schedule came out just a couple days ago. It's Tuesday. It came out about five days ago uh, as of recording this. And I wanted to talk about some winners and losers from the NFL schedule release. Some teams got some scheduling breaks and some teams didn't. I'm going to give you my opinion on what caught my eye. So I've got two losers and two winners. Uh, (laughs) So the first loser is the Jets. The Jets are big time losers from the schedule release as a team that's going to very likely be installing a new offense around new quarterback Aaron Rodgers. Generally, you hope to get some of your easier games, if you will, on your schedule early in your season. So you can kind of work out the kinks before, you know, getting to the meat of your schedule. And the Jets got absolutely no favors from the scheduling department in that area. Six of their first eight games are against teams that made the playoffs last season. And the two teams that did not make the playoffs of those first eight weeks are the Patriots who had the seventh ish ranked defense or eighth ranked defense somewhere along there. And the greatest defensive head coach ever and Bill Belichick and the Broncos who did have the seventh ranked overall defense last season. That's a really tough eight weeks to start your schedule for any team. Let alone a team that's going to be having as, that has as many new pieces on offense as the Jets will. So tough break for them. Staying in New York, the Giants also got a really rough start to their season with a stretch of seven road games in nine weeks. Winning on the road is really tough, but they are the first team to ever have to travel that much within that stretch of time. And within that road stretch, they will play on the road at Arizona on Sunday and then turn around and have to play on Thursday. Well, will have to face the 49ers in Santa Clara. And then they have to fly all the way back to New York and play against the Seahawks on Monday night. So they get one more day there, but still, that's a brutal stretch with a lot of travel, and that's just rough. That is some really tough luck for the New York Giants. Now, a team that got a schedule break is the Buccaneers. As a team, the Buccaneers are going to have a new quarterback next season in either Baker Mayfield or Kyle Trask, and they have a new offensive coordinator. So the Buccaneers had to be hoping they would get some of their easier defenses on their schedule early so they can have time to get their offense rolling. And they absolutely got their wish. They play five defenses that were in the bottom seven in 2022 within their first eight weeks. And then in week nine, they play against the Titans who had the worst passing defense in the NFL last season. They do play against the bills and the saints early. Now, obviously those teams have stalwart defenses, but obviously they have more or less a cakewalk of early defenses on their So They got a break with their new guys. Lastly, the lions are an, Excellent candidate to jump out to a winning record as well. Their early schedule is not ideal, but it's as close to that word as you would want to use. They start off the season, they open the season, the entire NFL season against the Chiefs in Arrowhead, which is not ideal for anyone. And then week two, they play against the Seahawks, which is a winnable game. And then they play against the Falcons, Packers, Panthers, Buccaneers, Ravens, and Raiders. It is not out of the range of possibility that this team starts in the 6 and 1 or 5 and 2 area. This team is a popular pick to make the playoffs this season and their early season schedule sets them up to get out ahead of the pack in the NFC. So those are just a couple things that stood out to me for the schedule release. There wasn't a ton but that's what stood out to me. So like I said, Starting this week, for the next four to eight weeks, I'm going to be going division by division and giving you my predictions on where each team will place this upcoming season. And today, I'm going to start with the NFC North. And here's my predictions for the NFC North standings this upcoming season. The NFC North is, before I actually get into ranking them, the NFC North is one of the more challenging divisions because I could make a case for all four teams to be able to win this division, and I could make a case for all four teams to be able to be the losing, be the lose this division, be at the bottom of it for one reason or the other. The NFC North, in my opinion, doesn't have a ton of separation between the teams. And it feels like there's gonna be a lot of infighting in this division, a lot of split series within the divisional matchups. They're really Doesn't appear to be a top flight team in this division. However, in my head, there is a clear favorite to win it. However, it really feels like this is the type of season slash division where the team that comes out on top is, you know, kind of a 10 or 11 win team, not a 12, 13, 14 win team, unless someone gets hot. So enough chat. Here's my rankings. Let's get into it. At fourth, I have the Chicago Bears at six and 11. At fourth, I have the Chicago Bears at 6 and 11. This team, I could totally see finishing second or third by the time this season is all said and done with. Putting the Bears at fourth is not something I have a ton of confidence or conviction in, and I would not be shocked to be wrong on this team at all. There's just things I don't believe about this team yet. I don't believe in their defense yet. I don't believe in Justin Fields quite yet as a passer. I don't 100% believe in this offensive line yet. But I do love what they've done in the offseason to address all of those issues. I just need to see it to believe it. I'm actually bullish on this team, and I have a strong suspicion they will do better than 6-11. There's games against the Saints, Commanders, and Broncos that I have them losing that are totally winnable for this team. I would not be shocked to see this team end around the 9 and 8, 8 and 9 range. I just want to see them put it together before I give them credit. So as such, I have them at 6 and 11 and 4th in the division. I have the Packers at 3rd at 8 and 9. This is another team I could see doing a little better than their record. The main reason I have this team at 8 and 9 is because they have an absolutely brutal stretch starting week six where they could go easily on a seven-game slide where where they play the Broncos, who I think will be much better this season under Sean Payton, the Vikings, Rams, Steelers, Chargers, Lions, and Chiefs. That is a really tough stretch of games. I don't see how they get through that any better at the most optimistic four and three. If they do manage to get through that stretch relatively unscathed, they could definitely have a better season than the 8-9 and nine that I'm predicting, but I'm not high on this team after losing Aaron Rodgers. It's hard for me to look at the Packers potentially taking a significant downgrade at quarterback and then expecting them to have a better record than they did last season. I'm willing to give the Packers the benefit of the doubt and give them the same record as they had last season, but I would not be shocked to see the Packers finish last in their division. At second, at second, I had the Minnesota Vikings at 10-7. and seven. This team is going to take a step back from their 13-win season they had last year. We all know it. Everybody knows it. It's well-publicized that they won a record amount of one-score games last season, and you just don't catch that kind of lightning in a bottle twice unless you're the New England Patriots. They also have division winners' schedule this season, so their schedule will be more difficult than it was last season. They play in five primetime games this season, so based on the Kirk Cousins memes, that's an immediate five losses right there, which is already more than they had total last season. The Vikings won more games than they should have last year, in my opinion, and they just come back down to earth a little bit. So 10-7 and seven feels really fair for this team. They're a solid, good team in a not great division, so they should win some games. No disrespect. That just feels like what type of team they are. I have the Detroit Lions winning the NFC North for the first time since 1993 at 11-6. I have this team winning the division based on what should be a strong start. Their early season schedule shapes up for them to start really hot. I'm predicting them to start the season six and two and then even out a little bit at five and four down the stretch. I really love what this Lions team has done in the offseason. They've addressed the back end of their defense that wasn't great in free agency, as well as drafting a safety out of Alabama in the second round of the draft. And then they obviously, well-publicized, drafted Jack Campbell, the inside linebacker, to help the interior of their defense as well. They also went out and got a TJ Hawkinson replacement, tight end, also out of Iowa. I can also see Jameer Gibbs being an excellent fit on this offense, being an Alvin Kamara type of player here. So I like a lot of what they've done, but there are some things I don't love. Like, I don't love them losing Jamison Williams for the first six games. I don't love the fact that they lost TJ Hawkinson, despite drafting his replacement, because he's really good. And I also don't love they lost wide receiver DJ Chark either. But I'm going to be optimistic. Jared Goff looked great last season under offensive coordinator Ben Johnson. So I really like the Lions this season enough that I have them winning the division for the first time since the year before I was born. So those are my rankings for the NFC North, my opinion on the schedule, and that is my show today. Thank you guys all for stopping by. Feel If you're watching, feel free to like and subscribe. Take care, everybody.